This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good morning. Welcome to Thursday and this morning's edition of Community Connection. Um, Today we are going to be speaking with Heather Tucker. She's the Director of East Region Services with CARL. Um, Again, I like to remind people whenever I talk talk about CARL, I do throw out there that I am on on the Hoopston board, so I'd like to throw out that piece just so there's no misinterpretation by anybody. And I must say I'm truly happy to be a part of the board and what they do. And um, when I actually uh, first signed on and was accepted as a board member, I, I didn't really know what it would entail. And my my time is almost up for my tenure. And I'm lucky enough that I, I hopefully will be accepted to continue with that because I really have liked, um, you know, just being a part of the conversation. And so Heather Tucker has certainly been an important part of that. Um, I've known her for quite a while, and Heather, I think we first became acquainted when I was like on the the community services or community something board. Yes, absolutely. So we previously uh, hosted, I had the opportunity to host a community advisory board in our Hoopston and Danville service areas, and that included um, seeking community members within our community that live here, work here, and have different both retail, healthcare, whatever you want to reference that as, but experiences that they have the opportunity to provide feedback, as well as I had a fantastic opportunity to share different objectives and focuses with Carl Health in this area to which we were focusing and different efforts, um, you know, within the community, within service lines, et cetera that allowed me to communicate to key members within the community. Therefore, they had the opportunity to cascade that in their everyday living within the communities that they reside in. Mm -hmm. So again, not having been involved before, I had no idea how the process worked or that, you know, Carl was even interested in community feedback. And I was pleasantly surprised to learn how very much they are interested. They want to know what the consumer is feeling going through, uh, you know, things that happen. They are very concerned about their community. And, um, you know, that's why I've chosen to say, yes, please keep me on again. You know, if I can extend my term, I would love to be a part of that because, um, you know, I, I know Carl's really making a difference and I know they really care and they are listening. Absolutely. And that honestly is one of the best opportunities. I really enjoy receiving feedback Um, honestly, I always welcome the good, bad, and the ugly because Mm -hmm. we always, no matter what you do professionally in life, whatever the situation is, we always have opportunity for improvement. And in the same token, we always want to hear the good things that we do. So it provides a fantastic opportunity from no matter what type of committee work, board involvement that you have, it provides a great opportunity to collect that feedback. In addition, obviously, we receive feedback um, within our day-to-day work life here in Danville, in Hoopston, in the surrounding ambulatory clinics that are in the Hoopston area. But what I really enjoy is just being in the community and community events, you know, some linkage in my family that resides in Vermilion County, but people 
say, oh, you work at Carl. Well, I had this experience or I saw this provider and just having that connection that I'm human, you're human. Yes, I work at Carl. And thank you for having the willingness and comfort level to approach me to share that feedback and being comfortable sharing that feedback when their experience may not has may not have been how I would have desired for them to have an experience. So just being transparent with that, um, like I said, the good transparency and the bad transparency or the unfavorableness of that. One other uh, point that I like to share with individuals is like I already mentioned, all of almost all of my family reside in Vermillion County. I have family members that reside in Douglas County and Champaign County. And they are all Carl patients. So from a family perspective, I get feedback from all of my family members. Um, and I'm a patient at Carl myself. So I've been a patient at Carl my entire life. I was born at Carl Foundation Hospital. And um, so I love to be that patient where I get the opportunity to experience every day what our patients experience also. Mm-hmm. Very valid point. Let's take our first break. We'll come back and we'll jump into Carl at the Riverfront. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Community Connection. We are here with Heather Tucker. She's the Director of East Region Services with Carl. And so we were just talking about being being patients at Carl. And again, uh, you know, like you, Heather, Myself, my family members, we've been patients at Carl for a very long time and have some amazing doctors who I, I love and I literally trust with my life because they are my my healthcare providers and um, very reachable, very personable, and I just love the experience that I have. Making this all the more better is Carl at the Riverfront. Wow. Yes. So exciting, not, I mean, just from so many different perspectives. So it's exciting for our patient population. And it really was a great addition to our community. Um, It took an area of the city that needed some attention and was provided that attention with this opportunity. And now we have a beautiful building, beautiful facility in conjunction and partnership on the campus with Christie Clinic, um, really proving the partnership that we can grow, just similar to the partnership that we have in the Champaign-Urbana service area and how being partners in the community, serving patients in a healthcare perspective together with a conjointed effort really proves purposeful, right? Um, So yes, so our Riverfront location, our first anniversary is coming up this coming Monday, February 19th. That marks the first day we saw patients here at the service location in 2023. Uh, We have seen now around 130,000 visits in 2023. So from that first initial date through the end of December, we were almost to that 130,000 mark for patient encounters within this facility. That's crazy. And I was talking with Laura earlier before we went on the air. And, you know, I, I was thinking back to when I first heard about this possibility. And I clarified it was not from the mayor. I heard it actually from outside <laughs> sources. And uh, they were talking about, you know, how Carl was going to acquire the area. And I'm like, there's no way you guys are not, you're, you're not hearing that right. That's not what's going to happen. 
And, um, you know, I was so pleasantly surprised because the area did need attention. And, you know, now it has the the highest potential for growth and the partnerships that are happening. Um, I can't believe that it's been a year. That's mm-hmm. that's crazy. <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun, Laura. <laughs> it does. Um, so there are some empty buildings along the, the Gilbert Street area. Talk about, you know, what's the thoughts for those? Yeah, so there are two buildings, as many in the Danville area commuting along Gilbert Street um, observed being constructed. Uh, One of them currently houses our overnight sleep lab, and so that is the purpose of that individual building. The just adjacent to that building is basically another mirrored facility, and that is approximately 8,000 square feet of uh, space for retail development. So that is our tie-in to help boost economic development in this area of Danville is supporting that retail development and opportunity um, in that secondary building there along Gilbert Street. Mm -hmm. So those buildings are basically for rent? Yes, the the one facility, and I will say it's more facing North Street, but that facility is retail space available for lease. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if anybody's listening today and you're thinking about that small Mm -hmm. business, right, there you go. Um, You know, I think it's a beautiful area. I think that they've... uh, you know, both inside and outside. So, first of all, I know you you were involved heavily with the planning uh, of the uh, what the building was actually going to look like on the inside. And I'm like, I'll go from floor to floor, and I'm like, this is my favorite color combination. Mm-hmm. Then I'll visit another floor, and I'm like, well, maybe this is my favorite color combination. So, I, I know that was a big, you know, obviously there's a thousand other things, but you were involved with that too. Yes. So, I have had the privilege of serving in a leadership role with Carl Health since 2013. And I would approximate about 2018 is when I became a part of this project. Now, I will say there were many, many, many discussions prior to that. And that was more surrounding land procurement uh, for the project and the site location for the campus. So, like Laura mentioned, I was heavily involved with the development, construction, not physical construction, but um, design process. And you mentioned the colors that are selected uh, more so for the waiting spaces in this facility. And honestly, I think my favorite color depends on the season. So mm-hmm. it depends. Uh, the The red, maybe around Christmas time, might be my favorite, and the yellow, might you know, coming up on spring as we move along here, might become my favorite. So I will say. It is just a completely mind-blowing experience to be involved in such a large project. And I appreciate and I learned so much. I worked side-by-side with facilities team members, with construction, design. We had an architectural firm that assisted us along the way. And it was really amazing to watch from concrete to now sitting in my office today Mm -hmm. and just something to really be proud of as an individual, as a professional, as a team member at Carl, but really from a community perspective um, to pull into the parking lot, no matter what I'm here for and know 
the before and now the after um, was really amazing. I mean, design options down to where the plugins are. Where do you want the paper towel holder? It get gets finite detail to that, um, but then you're looking at exterior design and um, application and things like that. Mm-hmm. So Heather, was it like so when DACC added on a, a, a whole new admin building and fitted into the rest of the college? Um, you know, as it was being built, we were like, "What are we going to do with all this space?" Mm-hmm. But then, then uh, you know, we we turn around and we're like, "We need more space." Mm-hmm. Um, have you found that with Carl? Because you were probably thinking, "How are we going to fill this up?" Oh, I knew it would fill. I knew it would fill. And we do have room for growth in some areas, but because we've already added additional service lines and providers since we have moved in, honestly, some of our departments, it's, um, what do I want to say, creative thinking, how to accommodate additional providers in some departments. So we've already grown since we did move in. We have room for growth in other areas, and we certainly are seeing the volume of patients um, to support those service lines as we we see that growth occur. Mm-hmm. So so going back to the beginning, what, what was Carl's thought? Because, I mean, again, this is just a huge undertaking, and to combine facilities, I don't know, what was the thought behind it? I would say one of the things that we talked about is commitment. So we want to show commitment to Danville and to Vermilion County that Carl Health prioritizes the focus to this community just like they do in other communities that we provide healthcare and services in. So commitment, um, we want to provide care, right? And one of one of the keywords of our mission, vision, and values we always circle back to is world-class care. And we want to bring the world-class care to Vermilion County. We want to be heavily involved in improving health outcomes in Vermilion County. There is a lot of context and conversation around health outcomes, around socioeconomic status in the county. And we can talk all we want, but until we commit to improving, obviously by way of means, uh, Carl Health providing world-class care to patients in this community is was the priority and is the continued focus, I would say. Mm-hmm. Well, I love the facility and, and you know, you've just said 130,000 patient visits. That's just crazy. Um, one of the other stats that I really love is the patient satisfaction rate. Yes, I was so proud honestly, like a, like a mom proud moment, you know, (laughs) to say that our patient satisfaction score. So our facility, um, likelihood to recommend essentially is, was 93.9% overall for this facility in 2023. So 130,000 patients we served, um, unique visits and 93% of those individuals said, we would recommend, you know, returned care here to ourselves, you know, to family members, whomever that may be. So really amazing with all that we were given from February into April, we were moving, right? So patients not only were um, possibly confused by where they go, where they are going for what service, 
but also just reacclimating. So you walk in the door to this immensely large, highly intimidating building. Of course, we're welcomed by a great group of team members to help guide you along the way and find your way to your appointment. But it is, we fully acknowledge, overwhelming for patients. It was overwhelming for team members. And that's one one key aspect I would love to highlight is our team member engagement in preparing in moving and unpacking, essentially, and still providing consistent care to our patients. Yep. Well, congratulations. You know, uh, almost a 94% patient satisfaction rate is a great score. Let's take our last break, and then we'll come back and finish the show. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the final segment of Community Connection. This morning, we have Heather Tucker, the Director of East Region Services with CARL, talking about CARL at the riverfront. It's hard to believe that it literally has been open one year. Um, definitely seeing the patient volume with over 130,000 patient visits and then achieving a 93.9% patient satisfaction rate. Congratulations to the staff. Um, you know, that's just, a, again, a, an immensely proud moment for all of you, I'm sure. Um, so, Heather, one of the things that Carl continues to do, and not, well, I want to couple, cover a couple things real quick, because I want to cover my Carl. I just want to remind people, if you're not using my Carl, you're really missing a huge piece of the service and the convenience that's provided. So, my Carl is something that I use on a regular basis. And with that, you can even request um, like an urgent care visit. So a few weeks back, I had COVID. I was feeling horrible. Um, it was certainly a situation where I didn't want to sit in a waiting room forever. I was able to go on my Carl, schedule an urgent care appointment, and basically get in within minutes of the time I was set to do that. That's just one great example of how my Carl works. And then I'm all, always like checking numbers and checking my uh, health record. I can do that. So Heather, a shout out to my Carl. If people haven't signed up for that. They they need to do that. Absolutely. Yes. And if you have not signed up for my Carl and don't have an active account, any one of our team members at your next visit, or you can stop by and just request a code um, or just go to carl.org and you can link into that connection for a new account with my Carl through that process as well. Okay. Well, that's probably my favorite thing. So that's why I yeah. had to throw that out there. But, um, you know, my uh, another one of my favorite things, Carl's commitment to the community so that you all are involved in some projects within the community. Mm -hmm. Yes, we are. And one, we would love to see those opportunities grow. We really want to make sure that we show that commitment and not just committing, but actually doing doing the work alongside and being involved and engaged in the community. So we currently have been provided with a financial opportunity through the state of Illinois, a healthcare transformation funding to which we have a five-year monetary um, stipend or monetary support to do various and many, many different focused areas for improvement within the Danville community. We are working to improve, essentially, bottom line is we want to be involved, as I already mentioned, in improving the social, social determinants of health. Um, one of the biggest opportunities with that is the identification previously identified that Danville does have a food, food insecurity 
concern. That just simply means that in some parts of the city of Danville, it is more challenging to get to food source, so a grocer. Fresh fruits and vegetables obviously are very, very important. So with that funding, we are working in conjunction um, with many community partners, but really just want to highlight the grocer opportunity development um, towards the more east side of Danville, um, Heavenly Square Grocery. That is part of our initiative to help increase food security in that portion or area in Danville directly for the community. Um, we additionally are helping to support access to housing. Um, and we also developed towards the latter part of 2023, a community garden um, that we will be it will be very active in 2024, but our intent is to help supply potentially Heavenly Square Grocery um, in conjunction with our community health initiatives program here at Carl Within with mobile market service. Okay, so a huge undertaking and so needed. Heather, we are actually about out of time, and I, I want to cover real quick because I know the public's asking these questions. What's going to happen with Carl on Vermilion and Carl on Fairchild? Or is yeah. it even Carl's? Absolutely. So Carl on Fairchild, our previous location at 311 West Fairchild was a leased facility. So we do not own that facility. And I believe just by observation that is up for lease or for sale currently. We do own the location or the building at 2300 North Vermilion. And we are currently still using that location. So as many individuals within the community may be aware, Carl Medical Supply is still providing service out of that building and will continue to do so until otherwise noted. Um, we have active team members, our facility team, still upkeeping the facility, making sure the grounds are taken care of, et cetera, um, as that is our commitment with that facility and with that ownership there. Okay, well, thank you for that because, again, you know, those are questions people ask, like, well, what's going to happen with these buildings? So thank you for clarifying um, that. So we've got like one minute. Is there anything else that you want to throw in that we haven't covered? No, I really want to just say thank you. Thank you, Laura, for having me here today on this Community Connection Opportunity. A little note to talk about, Carl, what we uh, do in Vermilion County, what we have done in the past year, and then what is our what is our um, footprint that we want to share with others moving forward? So I thank you um, to the community listening. Thank you for your support within the community. Thank you for being um, being those individuals that provide us feedback throughout our workday. And our intent is to do the very best that we can and um, provide service, excellent service, world-class care to the individuals seeking care from us here in Vermilion County. Okay, Heather, thank you so much. Again, we've been speaking with Heather Tucker, Tucker. Sorry, she's the Director of East Region Services with Carl, and that's a great update. Again, cannot believe it's been a year. Um, want to give the public a highlight that's coming up on March 1st. We are interviewing the people that run the Carl Mobile. I don't know if that's the right name of it, but that's what the Carl Mobile van, and it's an amazing story. So listen for that, and we'll be back um, tomorrow with Ameren. So until then, have a good rest of your day. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.